let's start it for real. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We're excited to be back for another week of telling it like it is and speaking truth to power. I'm your co-host, Ira Semituk, here with my co-host, Todd Semituk. Fuck. Kian Glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. <laughs> anyway, it's a movie podcast on comedy here off in the network. Uh... What, what movie are we talking about? Well, Brad, this week I'm happy to announce we're doing the premiere movie about uh, sharks. That's right. Shark Tale. Shark Tale. Sharknado. <laughs> no. We're what about a movie called Sharknado? <laughs> and it's even more stupider. Yeah, or the PG version, uh, just Fartnado. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should make a Sharknado parody called Fartnado. It's unwatchable. Yeah, but anyway, we're doing uh, Jaws. Yeah. The 1975 Steven Spielberg, a masterpiece. And also, my favorite thing to get. Getting jaw? <laughs> yeah, people call it that, right? I mean, maybe. Yeah. I've heard uh, there's been other movies where they've called Quit That John, I've heard. Yeah, as as a synonym for talking, and it's like that's not what that means. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. talking about uh, sucking each other off. Yeah, quit uh, giving me oral sex right now. <laughs> Damn, I'm just looking at the IMDb page for this. Crazy, they made five more of these, considering they exploded the shark at the end of this. But anyway, that's all spoiler talk. Yeah, that is crazy. Actually, it's crazy that this is the second best giant shark movie we've watched on the podcast. What's the first best one? What was that Steven Seagal movie about the giant shark? Where it turned out there was two giant sharks, actually. What are you talking about? I swear to God, we watched a movie on the podcast where it was a Steven Seagal boat action movie. Yeah, shark. That was just like was a, two giant sharks. Sharks were not involved in that. That was Tommy Lee Jones was taking over the boat, and that was under under siege. Well, we watched. We did watch a movie where there was a guy who had to fight two giant sharks. I mean, I don't think that we did. I think maybe... <laughs> I swear to God. I think maybe you, you you watched a video where a guy watched a movie about uh, giant sharks. And, I, uh, I think that... Uh, I think you're I'm trying to gaslight me. I'm, gonna, I'm Googling giant shark movie. All right. Um, Megalodon. Yeah, we did not watch that. What about the Meg? <laughs> no. We definitely watched one of those. <laughs> well, yeah, we did. <laughs> That's what I believe. All right. Well, yeah, we'll go through this after. But uh, what's John Jaws about? Uh, I, fucking... It's about like Satan uh, created a giant demon shark that uh, set, set its sights on a yeah. Hawaiian-themed island to destroy it. Yeah, so before the movie started, you could just tell this is all subplot. The people, the villagers of Amity Bay... They're all sinners. They've all strayed from the light. They've lost God. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I'm making stuff up. Oh, okay. But <laughs> nice. what if? What, what if? Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be why. Um, but I, I think that, like, most islands usually have, like, more than one God. Now, let's delve into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that we don't even talk about sharks at all? It's just, what is God? <laughs> anyway, we're, we're doing Jaws this week, so what do you think about God? I mean, that's the topic we've been... Who do you think they worship on Amity, in Amity Bay? We've been dancing around that burning bush for, what, 65 episodes at this point? Yeah, big time. Yeah, but it's about I mean, time we talked about it. Really, though, we all know what this movie's about. It's about a shark that terrorizes a small town. Uh, and big government, they want to ignore the shark. And a small town sheriff... He could go either way on the issue, but the townspeople, they want to get, they want the shark dead. Damn, so this is a power to the people movie. It, I mean, it kind of is a power to the people movie. I was thinking of it as like a... It's a workers rise up film. Yeah, it's like a rage against cap. I mean, I honestly was <laughs> thinking about that, you know, like, I feel like the shark in this movie is a metaphor for capitalism. You know, it eats us alive. Oh, the yeah. shark is capitalism, and you know what I am? The mm. bullet that kills the shark. Damn, dude, the exploding yeah. bullet. Yeah, I, I'm the fucking pressurized air tank that the shark almost eats and then kills him. 
Damn. And that and this podcast <laughs> actually is a bullet that explodes. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this podcast is a bullet barreling towards <laughs> capitalism's head at five hundred thousand kilometers per hour. Oh, big time! And dude. we're instead of lead and metal, we're made out of facts and logic. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to own conservatives yeah, with dude. facts and logic. My Tables f- are about to turn. My fist is a bullet, and it's made out of empathy, and it's barreling towards. Yeah. Donald J. Trump. My fist is a bullet, and my fingers are uh, upward mobility, and uh, I don't know, (laughs) self My arm is the spinning action of the bullet. Yeah, and workers. Yep. My fist is the the (laughs) workforce of America. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I I like this movie. I think this is a good movie. I think as a commentary on capitalism, it's fine. As a shark movie, even better. Yeah, that's true. I like... Yeah, there's a lot of... It felt like Jurassic Park to me. It's made by the same guy. I think it's the same exact movie. What what f- made it, or what felt Jurassic Parky about it to you? Well, like, the island's kind of like the theme park land zone area region. Yeah. And then they are doing it all for tourism dollars. Oh, shit, you're and, right. And, uh, and then also, I don't know, it's like a big-ass... I don't know, sharks kind of look like dinosaurs. Now I hear you on that, dude. They were mentioning how they were around for millions of years. Yeah. So dinosaurs, if I've ever heard heard of that. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, I was in and out of this movie. I mean, that's. It was two hours long. I hear you. (laughs) And for me, I was in and out for about the first 45, like not 45 minutes, first like 15 minutes, in and out, touch and go. And then when the guy like scratched down the chalkboard, that drew me right in. Once that happened, I was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> See, I'm just now finding out that was even in the movie. <laughs> but I, I do, I do this thing sometimes when we watch really long movies, where I go, okay, what I'll do is I'll pay attention to the beginning and the last like 45 minutes <laughs> or whatever. But then by the time the last 45 minutes rolls around, I've been half paying attention to the movie for so long that I'm just like, oh, I'll be fine. Whatever. I also like that you're calling a, a two-hour-long movie uh, long. That's so long. That's dude. a half it's hour longer time. than the minimum length the movie can be. But an hour and a half is still, like, usually that's a, that's more than enough. I will say that's a long time. And our attention spans have dropped off like a fucking brick. Yeah. Like I, you could probably get the same out of Jaws as you would out of a lot of TikToks at this point. Yeah, honestly, most TikToks are m- more to the point. Yeah, they utilize time way more effectively <laughs> than Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about pacing. Yeah, TikToks have it yeah, dialed see, in. And that's the thing, because like, that was what I thought you were uh, reminded you about Jurassic Park was the pacing. Because, mm. man, he really is the king of it. Like. All through the movie, it's like, I mean, it, it really is like, uh, it's almost like the wa- or, uh, waves on the shore, you know? Like, it starts slow, and then, uh, you know, action comes crashing, then you chill out for a bit, then some more action, you chill, and then more action, you chill. Uh, but it just starts, like, progressing more and more and more towards the end of the movie. Like, specifically, the last scene I was thinking about was uh, the part where they're on the boat, and they're all singing uh, sea shanties yeah, to each nice. other. Like, just having a good time, throwing out palling down and they didn't get along before that but you know they've set aside their differences over showing each other scars yeah by bearing their bodies that's like what happened to us uh, when we first met except we b- bonded over singing the entire eminem show album together. yeah and we showed each other emotional scars yeah <laughs> <laughs> we showed each other our souls dude. <laughs> who he really is but if they I did that and then they had like the big shark attack but yeah it reminded me a lot of the pacing in jurassic park is what mm. i was saying sorry what were you gonna say i used to be scared of swimming as a kid was it because of this movie or because you're a pussy baby no this was my first time seeing jaws but i had always heard about the concept of jaws and that's really all you need to be honest Dude, I mean, I... I know we're doing a podcast, but uh, to be honest, all you need to know about Jaws is that there's a big-ass shark. Yeah, and you can kind (laughs) of fill in the rest, and you're probably going to be pretty correct as to what actually (laughs) happens. Yeah, it's not a complex uh, plot. But that's the thing, dude. It's like, uh, that that draws into what I'm worried about at a biological level, which is mostly sharks and tigers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, really, like, that, that makes me tap in. That makes me pay attention. I can't help it. Yeah. That's my survival instinct. You show me a picture of a shark, and I'm like, oh, I got to handle this and protect my family. Yeah. I got to protect my mate. You know? I had to just, like, because I, 
I always thought, like, I knew there was no sharks in lakes, which is where I did most of my swimming. Yeah. But I always thought that, like, maybe this lake is the one lake. Well, yeah, you hear about the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. You know? If that thing can survive, why not a shark that's real? Yeah, and Loch means lake. So... So uh oh, that's strike two. Those dots yourself, you know what you strike know. three is? Getting eaten by a shark in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. So I, as a kid, I just learned to accept death every time I went into the water. That's probably why you are the way you are. It probably you know? is. You know, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> Not too worried about most things because I've been fucking terrified of getting shark attacks since <laughs> I was zero years old. Yeah, if you make peace with death every day, <laughs> <laughs> I go in the shower and I'm like, this could be it. Uh, yeah, man. Sharks I could actually, be anywhere. I did actually used to be scared of the shower, too, when I was a kid, because I always thought that's the perfect place for a serial killer to hide is behind the shower curtain. It is. They get you while you're pissing. I still get worried about that. Both your hands are busy. Well, both mine would be because of my uh, girth. Dude, when uh, I was living uh, with uh, uh, with my old roommates, um one of their girlfriends would always close the shower curtain, and I like I genuinely got pissed off about that. <laughs> I was like, "Not my fault. I'm not being scared in my house." <laughs> yeah, it's creepy, dude. It's not good. Just keep it open. Let it's me see what's in there. Nothing. Good. Yeah. Only. It's funny that only rich people get to be not scared of their showers. Yeah, they get like, to put the glass up. Yeah, you got to be in a certain tax bracket to have a glass shower wall. Yeah. But anyway, now I'm not scared of shark attacks anymore because I feel like. Like, if we looked into each other's eyes, it would understand me. Yeah, they'd be, he'd be like, oh, another apex predator. Yeah. <laughs> and then just swim away. Like I, yeah, I th- Let you get you just swim in I, opposite directions. I do. I believe that. Like, I think <laughs> that if he saw my eyes, he would recognize my raw animal instincts. <laughs> and he would say, hey, live and let live. He would speak to you with his brain and be like, hello, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you get a bunch of shark knowledge. <laughs> he would put his flipper on my extended fist and we would. Uh, he w- dude, yeah, he would uh, send you a brain message and be like, you should talk about this in your stand up <laughs> sketches. <laughs> he, would, he would telepathically be like, Do you want to start a podcast together? I have an idea for a bit. <laughs> I've been meaning to try stand up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I think would happen if I ran into a shark in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of a tag for your joke. Um, I think that the uh, intro to this movie is a really good um, explana- explanation for the value of uh, uh, having safe consumption sites. Oh, yeah? So it's all these uh, teenagers, all these, you know, young folk yeah. getting drunk on the beach, getting hammered. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the water, and boom, they get eaten by sharks. And, you know, that I think that's a great example for you know how if drug users you know any drug users you know if you're not being watched if shit's not safe boom eaten by sharks (laughs) 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 that's why we need safe injection injection sites dude that's actually a really good point but i feel like uh like if you were using drugs you wouldn't want anyone watching you like that's almost scarier than getting eaten by a shark I'd almost rather take my chances oh, with Oh, man, a that's actually a super good point. Than having, like, just a sober guy noticing how I'm being. Maybe, like, if they're not... what? Okay, here, let me pitch you this <laughs> for a safe consumption site. It's actually a series of safe consumption sites, and you have everybody arranged from the most fucked up to the least fucked up, but they're all a little <laughs> fucked up, is the idea here. So you yeah. have the most fucked up guy. He's watched by the next most fucked up guy. <laughs> and that way, no one's harshing anyone's vibes, and it goes down the line until eventually you just have a guy who's like microdosing heroin on the end. Yeah, that's perfect. That's like a great hallucinogen <laughs> safe injection site. Yes. But it's I don't know how good it would be with like meth for example. Well, I'm you got to lock him you in. You got to think that the most fucked up guy is probably getting his meth stolen by the least fucked up guy well, in that scenario. Look, you're probably right, but here's the thing is we're in very new territory with safe injection sites. We can just start one and have it be horrible. <laughs> And, and then be apologize brutal. after. Exactly, but it'll still be better to, to what's going on. They say, we're like, sorry, we're just trying to get it started, but now we've gone through a lot of growing pains. Please give us funding. We're the only ones who know what we're doing. They say it's better to feel entitled to forgiveness than to ask for permission. Yes. 
and I don't even think we'll have to apologize for anything we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we won't. <laughs> I don't even think we'll have to say sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they owe us an apology, honestly. Uh, I, I like, when they're in movies where there's, like, a big scary animal and it kills all the guys, I find myself rooting for the animal pretty consistently. Well, I mean, yeah, dude. The shark in this movie is sick, and I like how little they show it, too. And like, I, you're mostly from the shark's perspective for a lot of times. That's true. There's a lot of scenes in this movie that feel like it was filmed for the shark. Yeah. Like, I mean, it does a lot of <laughs> shark POV shots. And then there was, like, th- there was that one scene where it's, like, uh, all, the, all the tourists are, like, pouring into Amity Bay. Yeah. And, like, part of me was, like... Who is this for right now? Is this like for any sharks that might be watching? Well, like, yeah, I think this movie is like Shark Top Gun. Like it was, it just, really was, dude. It was like, designed to convince little boys that they want to be sharks when they grow up. Like uh, the way they were shooting all those tourists pouring into the island felt like the same way that they shoot like Wendy's commercials to make <laughs> cheeseburgers look extra delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's like a slow mo shot of like fries. Falling yeah, but it's the just air. like guys pouring out of a boat. <laughs> like so that's I, pretty funny. One time I read a post on reddit and it was like if you could you know have like you know grant an animal two minutes of sentience just to talk to it what would you say and everyone or like what would you pick and what would you say and everyone was like i would love to you know pick my pet and i could talk tell it finally how much it means to me i'm like yeah that'd be that that'd be beautiful and i like that stuck with me i thought that was nice and when i was watching this movie i changed my answer i realized actually i would like to grant that sentience to a shark and i would like to show it jaws and be like Always believe in yourself, bro. <laughs> Never <laughs> doubt. This is how cool you are, dude. You know what I would do is I would grant sentience to a fish, and then I'd be like, fuck, Jaws is coming. <laughs> yeah, show a goldfish, Jaws. Yeah. Be like, you have no chance, dude. <laughs> do you realize what a fucking pussy you are? That's See how big you are. That's what, If I had the power to give an animal sentience, I would call a fish a pussy. <laughs> watch this and then you just breathe air in front of it yeah. <laughs> i just walk around I'm like jealous you mad and then it's like i turn into the troll face guy from, yeah that'd be remember pretty, that guy from 2013 i would love to just walk in on you owning a fish <laughs> <laughs> but the reason that i like i think that animals should be allowed to kill guys if they want to like uh, because I think that, like, if we invented the gun, then a tiger should be allowed to eat me, if it can. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you think it's fair or not. A tiger is going to eat you, dude. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you're at peace with the idea. But, like, who cares is what I would say to that. <laughs> Damn. I actually, I didn't even think about that. I like how you're giving a tiger permission to eat you. It's like, yeah, it was gonna. But, I mean, yeah. But it doesn't matter. On the if off it... chance a tiger figures out a way to somehow eat me. I'm, you're really I'm giving yourself is... so much credit in this hypothetical right now. All I'm saying is I wouldn't haunt it. Like, if it ate me and I turned into a ghost, I would let it be. I would go haunt uh, maybe a girl who left me or something yeah. instead. I wouldn't blame the tiger is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like a crazy thing to pepper in there. <laughs> what? Just that you're okay with, you know. Look, you know, we come from different sides of the tracks, but uh, I get where he's coming from. Hopefully he understands where I'm coming from. Yeah, dude, I'm like Papa Duck, and the tigers are like M&M's, and life is like 8 Mile. If I cross over to their territory, I know what I'm asking for. And I on- honestly, I think if a tiger catches me without my gun, then I'd, I deserve it. Part of me, you know what? I get that. And I honestly kind of had a similar thought when I was watching Jaws. I would... I wrote down, I think, uh, I can't find it right now, but, it, like, basically, yeah, this movie's a great metaphor for why, like, we should just, like, hang out on the land. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, movie's yeah. a really good allegory for how hard the land rules. Do you think this is an allegory for space travel? Like, maybe this movie's about how we aren't supposed to explore space? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the energy I got. Like, I always was like, man, it'd be cool to be an explorer. And then I saw that guy get eaten, and I, the coolest guy in the whole movie get eaten, the sea captain. Have you ever noticed that the moral of most stories is just uh, don't risk it? Yes. You should just never... If you ever have a choice, just never 
choose. But they always make the coolest guys the ones who are risking it all. Yeah, that's true. And any time like a cool guy risks it, it works. But then if a nerd risks it, it never works. No, and he always dies. Yeah. So maybe that's a lesson for all the nerds out there. Uh, stay home. Yeah. Don't even show up. If you were in charge of the beach and uh, Jaws showed up, would you close down? Close up the beach shop? The sand store? Look, also, can you close a beach? Like, I feel like, like, who's in charge of the beach? I mean, they tried to close the beach in, uh, like, during COVID in yeah. L.A. And just, like, they couldn't. Like, the beach is ginormous. Yeah, I mean, that, what a, it's like closing the border, you know? What are you going to do? Uh, send we're the, getting over. What are you going to do? Send the lifeguards to chase me off the beach? I'm not scared of a fucking lifeguard, dude. Yeah. A guy who's basically naked Got all coming <laughs> up against me who is naked? His arm, no chance. <laughs> His arms are all shaved and shit. <laughs> not scared of that. I went into the water, maybe. Then I'd be in his domain. But I do, yeah, I don't know. Do you think, I think lifeguards are also granted the ability to take life when they're in the water? Yeah. Like, if the, if they, you know. <laughs> if you're using the water wrong, they're it, no, yeah, that, Like, yeah, that's what they should teach you in lifeguard school. How to, you know, save lives, but also how to take them away if it comes <laughs> down to it. <laughs> yeah, it should be called life decider. Yeah, yeah. Life judge. <laughs> Beach judge. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's an idea for a primetime daytime TV show that we could pitch. <laughs> Beach judge. (laughs) Yeah. You can't bang the gavel on anything. Yeah, and you know how like Or every time when he wants to bang a gavel, he has to just smash a sandcastle. Yeah, I like that. Instead of wearing the really long judge's gown, he just wears really long board shorts. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Instead of a wig he's got a swimmer's cap, but he still powders it. Yeah, it's still and it's still long. It It still hangs. A white powdered swimmer's cap. <laughs> yes. That would be cool. I wouldn't close the beach. I would rename it to Challenge Beach. Shark Beach. <laughs> <laughs> blood water. Blood ocean. <laughs> beach escape zone beach. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a tough call because on one hand, I love money. But on the other hand, um, I love watching people get eaten by sharks. So I guess it's, yeah. you know, keep the beach open. Yeah, I mean, like the it's amount of actually funny not it is, tough call. The amount of funny it is to watch a guy like fall down in the winter. I, d- I mean, you have to imagine that it only gets funnier the worse the thing is yeah, that happens. Multiply right? that by a shark attack, and you have the funniest <laughs> thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> imagine a guy slips and then boom, gets eaten by a shark, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. The guy slips on ice, falls through that ice into a pit of boiling sharks. <laughs> now that's a blooper. Uh, SNL, I have a packet for you. Hello, Alex Trebek. I got an American Funniest Home yeah. video for you. Get me Lauren Michaels, please. Yeah. Get me w- Tina Fey. What about a guy who submits a packet to America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have some ideas for you. Uh, here, here's one where a guy, he's uh, there's a dad, right? He's going to get hit in the balls. Um, but then you find out that he actually doesn't have balls he has a pussy but he still gets hit there yeah yeah but then it absorbs so it's even funnier you know we have to adapt to these modern ages yeah we need something uh, we're trying to make it a little more progressive here at america's funniest home videos Let's, uh, <laughs> give the dad a pussy <laughs> <laughs> and mom gets kicked in the balls how about that oh that's subversive <laughs> kicking mom in her balls <laughs> Yeah, I do uh, transgressive television where all the moms have balls. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I wish everyone could see your little smile after he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know, man. If you can think about like a classic 50s sitcom, but the only difference is the mom has balls (laughs) and that that doesn't make you smile at all, then you should just hang them up. Get a rocking chair. Get out of the game, dude. You <laughs> lost touch with what's funny. Yeah, get a rocking chair and find a porch because you're about done. <laughs> Would you kill a shark for ten grand? That was my. That favorite felt part low to me, movie. dude. That felt yeah. so low. That was my favorite part where he's like, "Yeah, a car. 
I'll kill a shark for a bad car. Yeah, dude, I know. Like when it, when I saw how fucked up his boat was getting at the end of it, I'm like, oh, he lost money on this gig. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. feels like going to Grand Prairie and then like ending up in the ditch. You know, like you just can't come out of that ahead. Yeah, if I'm going to fight the most dangerous shark the world's ever seen, you're gonna have to at least cover boat expenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want dinner. I want yeah. I want a meal out yeah. of this. Yeah, you gotta let me use your boat. Yeah, um, there's no way I'm using my own boat to fight Jaws. Honestly, I'm surprised this guy didn't fight Jaws for drink tickets. Uh, yeah. That was one thing that I wanted to mention in this movie was everyone's rampant alcohol consumption. Like the oh, main yeah, character yeah, yeah. was pretty like he never acted hammered, but like he, he was drinking through the movie. And so you have to realize like this whole thing occurred. He was hunting the biggest shark anyone's ever seen, and he was either drunk or hung over the entire time. <laughs> Imagine how pissed off you'd be. <laughs> oh, dude, Anytime the shark did something unexpected, I would lose it. Oh, my God. <laughs> he ate Quentin? Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd be so pissed off. Doesn't he know not to eat my boat? I have a fucking headache right now. <laughs> Oh, now he's being loud all of a sudden, too. That's the last thing I needed. Have you ever noticed that every time you go on a vacation, your dad, like, has to find a pest and kill it? Yeah, that's integral to uh, dad feeling like vacation was worthwhile. Yeah, is that a every dad thing, or is that just a my dad I thing? I think that might be a man thing, because I've caught myself doing shit like that before. <laughs> yeah. I went camping with my friends, and I, they were like, how do I build a fire? And instead of being like, I know how to build a fire... I just, like, didn't tell anyone I was making a fire and, like, took all the congratulations that I yeah. got a fire going. And, like, dude, you feel powerful. Yeah. You feel like, like a provider. And, I like, it's stupid, but I that's what being a dad <laughs> is all about. Uh, yeah, I feel like as a man, like, we all, you need to have something that just makes you, like, it makes you feel like you accomplished a mission. I really do think that the trick to being a human is uh, just tricking yourself once a week into thinking you survived. Into thinking you are surviving, into yeah. thinking that you're like, yeah. you know, a provider. Everybody should gaslight themselves into believing that they have people after them. Yeah, totally. Because that makes you feel so much more successful about grocery shopping. You need a purpose. I mean, like, look at look at a conspiracy theorist in his first couple months. He's saving. He's got a purpose. He's yeah. putting all his money towards home defense and surveillance systems. He's building fortified barns. Exactly. And I'm not saying do that, but do, you know. Do whatever you're going to do, but with that level of purpose and intensity. And what I'm saying is not a lot of guys could have thought up how to fortify a barn. So he must be pretty smart. Yeah. He's got to be doing something right. That's true. Uh, but I think this movie taught our parents to stop trying to kill stuff on vacation. Never mix pleasure with pest extermination. <laughs> pest. <laughs> pleasure and pesticide. <laughs> That's um, the uh, moral of this story. I was uh, surprised when they killed the boy almost immediately in this movie. I thought it was fine. I thought I, I don't know if you could get away with that. Well, if it was a boy, you could. You don't think they could kill a girl? You no. think that'd be a different story? I think that's too far. You're honestly probably right. <laughs> you are. I think you are correct about that. As sexist of a take that is to have, people get sad <laughs> when you kill girls. No, I, I think that uh, you can... I think you can kill both of them. I was just saying that. So that's that's your pitch for a more progressive movie is a boy and a girl die <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a, what be about a, if they had conjoined twins and one was a girl and one was a boy and they both got eaten by Jaws? Well, that would be perfect quality. And uh, that's a progressive re-release. That's what I call movie. affirmative action. Yeah, that's what I call uh, disability. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call being disabled. Anyway... <laughs> What's your disability? Uh, I was eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can I get one of those placards for my yeah, car? Yeah, you're going to have to move. <laughs> I want to sit in that seat. Yeah. <laughs> I get to sit at the front of the bus because I was eaten by a shark. <laughs> you ever watch that movie about the girl who was a surfer and then she got eaten by a Soul shark? Soul Surfer. Yes, I have seen that a bunch of times. Yeah, I never saw it, but the commercials for it used to be really uplifting as a child. Yeah, I mean, you should see the movie. Super uplifting as a movie. Well, I think I got it all out of the commercials. You did. <laughs> she, get, like, she gets in a shark attack and then wins a surf competition, and then uh, as an homage to Jaws, she kills the shark in very much the same fashion. Damn. Doesn't that kind of remind you of Surf's Up, the penguin movie? Yeah, but instead of dancing, she loses her arm. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> instead of uh, dancing and having fun, she uh, gets her arm cut off and she has to overcome that. You're right. They actually are pretty similar. Well, I guess and instead of penguins, bit. it's a, a teenage girl <laughs> in the prime of her life. <laughs> Just setting out on that wonderful journey called life. Yeah, I, I guess it is a little different, but they do both have surfboards. <laughs> You're right. And, you know. How different can you get than that? Have you ever noticed that fishing is the only um, like activity where the point of it is killing an animal, but you're also allowed to do it around people who aren't a part of it? Like you don't take like witnesses hunting, but you like we used you're to take right. my mom fishing but all the time. She just watch. Well, imagine like the equivalent of I feel like the equivalent of that for hunting would be like everyone's having a barbecue at somebody's deck, and then you see like a deer off <laughs> in the distance, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just like take aim, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking kill and skin an animal. I think fishing is way more because you're also suffocating it. Like, Fishing's you're not insane, even, dude. You're not even shooting it, you know. Well, we would go it's fishing like if you saw a deer at a barbecue and then you went and put it in a headlock for like a minute. <laughs> who wants to touch it <laughs> everyone at the barbecue had to listen to it struggle <laughs> just got it in a headlock look at how big this must be a f- six footer <laughs> yeah. people only don't care about f- like fish dying because they're ugly fish are stupid if fish looked like how chihuahuas looked i get i think that's actually a hacky bit but i do think that if fish looked like dogs no one would fish I think that I would hate them more if they looked like dogs. I, I mean, look at you'd sea resent lions. them. Yeah, I, I think I just get pissed off. <laughs> I think I would hate it. I mean, there's certain dogs, and Chihuahuas and pugs are two of them that I just get mad when I see. It's like you shouldn't exist. You don't like looking at them. Let me plug your noses and put you out of your misery. You know. Mm. Kill it. <laughs> Am I right? Do you not want to? Do you not get the overwhelming urge to suffocate dogs sometimes? Uh, no, I don't. Hmm. You yeah. should go to the f- serial killer hospital. Uh, no, look, I got a lot on my plate, dude. I got to clean up my piss blankets, and I got to <laughs> put out a fire. I got <laughs> too much going on to get checked if I'm a serial I got to go put out this fire I started. Anyway. Yeah, let me go stomp it out with my piss-covered sheets. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know what's really good for putting out fires is uh, sheets that are wet with pee. You know what's more scary than, like, uh, if you, you did, like, I know you're joking, but if you actually did have an urge to kill dogs, it would still be more scary that you know the three serial killer traits. Yeah, just ready like, to get, well, that's only you're for. the only guy I know who knows that serial killers piss the bed. Well, I feel like a lot of people know that, and that I mostly <laughs> no, they don't. I mostly just know that because we had to write a script where that was a bit. People only know that because you tell them. And also, when we were writing that script, you're the one who said <laughs> he should have the serial killer triad, which I had no idea what that was. I go on. Uh, I've been watching a lot of serial killer videos on the internet. Yeah. Well, you know, like the we we both watch the crime interrogation videos. Yeah. Those are pretty yeah. fucking funny. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they are funny. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're the only non-murderer I know that knows what murderers do. Well, you should talk to my mom. Mm. Talk to any older woman who drinks wine and likes true crime. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, oh, you know what scene I really liked in this movie was when uh, they first put the pro- the bounty on the shark. And all the uh, townsfolk just, like, went out to go hunt the shark themselves. Yeah. Uh, there was, like, one guy I saw wearing, like, camo on the ocean. Sick. Which, like, <laughs> that rocked. And honestly, that whole thing just gave me vibes of, like, you know, like, the uh, the guys who were, like, you know, put me in Iraq. Let me hand- <laughs> let me handle ISIS. <laughs> the only thing that Put me in the ocean. Let me handle the shark. <laughs> the only thing that can stop a bad shark with a gun is a good shark with a gun. <laughs> uh, that, maybe that's what they should have did is trained their own shark to take on Jaws like Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been way better, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the shark could have known some lightning attacks. And the mayor's like, so how's this uh, shark prevention strategy coming? And the guy's like... Mayor, you ever hear fighting fire with fire? (laughs) 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 What I'm proposing to you is an even more gigantic shark. (laughs) 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 You ever hear the phrase, 
the bigger the fire, the harder the fire you have to use to combat the big fire. You ever hear about how sometimes the only thing that can put out a fire is a humongous shark? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that stops a bad fire with a, f- a fire is a good fire with more fire. It's a good fire with a shark. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that movie, honestly. <laughs> I would watch it. I would don't even care how long it is. I would watch that whole thing. If it was a movie where the premise was a whole town teams up to train one giant shark to fight another giant <laughs> They've honestly made a lot of sequels of Jaws. There's no way to say that that's not one that's of them. That's got to be one. Man, I, I just love the prep. Like, the whole town comes together, and then they still bring in the outsider marine biologist, and it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> but also... This kind of rules. Like he gets, he gets into it. Marine biologist like switches teams. Yeah, to the yeah. Evil big shark. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, he's he's pro the balance of nature. Yeah, and then because he thinks that that's what God intended, so maybe he's a deeply fundamentalist Christian marine biologist, <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks God sent the big shark to uh, punish the townsfolk for straying from his light. Yes. It's actually really complicated <laughs> when you dive into it. <laughs> On the surface, it's a movie about two f- sharks fighting, but it gets uh, crazy when you When you get it. underneath it, it actually is, uh, what is good and evil, yeah. and uh, who is God, <laughs> <laughs> and what does she want? She want? What does mm. she, they wish <laughs> for me to do? <laughs> yeah, who is God, and what is their pronoun? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm on board with the pronouns thing, but what I do is I say, what's your first pronoun? I don't want the two yeah i don't know why if they... you're she they you're she to me does that not feel a little insulting to be like yeah i'm she they and be like oh definitely they <laughs> 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 i don't know man it's a it's a complicated issue that i don't feel comfortable weighing in on but what you just said did make sense to me on the surface level <laughs> i'm just asking questions <laughs> Uh, listen, if I'm wrong, I'm happy to be proven wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know me, I'm guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> or innocent until proven guilty, you know? But, uh, no, I think it's fine. Uh, there was one part in this movie that genuinely scared me. What was it? Uh, it was the jump scare where, like, they were, they were, uh, the cop and the biologist were out hunting for the shark late night. Yeah. And they, like, went on the scuba mission to go look at the wreck. And uh, the guy was, like, peering through the hole, saw the big-ass shark tooth, and then a dead body, like, drifted in. Yeah, that was sick. Gave me a little fright. And, you know, it's very powerful seeing something now as an adult that I know would have given me nightmares as a kid. And yeah. just being like, have to do better than that, Mr. Spielberg. Yeah, you're just baby shit. I'm not, I'm not staying up tonight. What do you think I am, 12 years old? What do you think That's I am, 17? Get <laughs> out of here. You should get more scary as you age. Yeah, but I don't even know what would scare me now. Like until like you know, there should be like a a twenty like a twenties version of Jaws that you can only watch once you're twenty, and it's just a shark like on screen being like, "Yeah, your dad doesn't respect you." This is really how you're spending your life your watching f- a movie you already saw when you were a kid in your twenties. What are you f- trying to recapture? <laughs> That's gone. That's <laughs> your friends are all making fun of you right now, and all you want to do is watch fucking Jaws. You'll never feel the edition. same way you felt when you were twelve. <laughs> <laughs> you will never enjoy anything as much as you did enjoy marbles as a four-year-old boy. <laughs> You're chasing the high that was the first time you played PlayStation. Isn't that crazy that that's what drugs are? Is like just a guy tr- desperately trying to enjoy something as much as he enjoyed Pokemon cards that's as a crazy, kid. Dude. I remember opening a PlayStation Three on Christmas. That was probably the happiest I've ever. My life has probably been on a steady decline since then. <laughs> I, I remember when I was I was a kid. My like whole uh, reason for being was just that maybe we would go to Walmart that day and I'd get to look at toys in the toy aisle. Yeah, that was huge. That was like the sickest shit that could happen. And now I can go to Walmart whenever I want. I'm never there. 
Dan. I get letters from Walmart every Christmas. <laughs> like, and they're like, we fucking miss you in the Bakugan aisle. Yo, Brad, are you mad at us? <laughs> <laughs> like, did we do something? <laughs> I get emails. Sincerely, the Walton family. <laughs> <laughs> I get a once a week email from Walmart that's like, fine, we'll bring back Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> um, you know what my least favorite part of this movie was? Is I think there's too many scenes where no one says anything and they just play like ominous music. I would, I mean, I felt like they were cheating. I think there is a lot of that, but I also think that they did it super well. Like the sound design in this movie was awesome. I really liked how they utilized music to make me nervous. I liked the dun 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 one. But other than that, I, it just was like, why is there so many of these? Like it just feels like you're cheating to make it riveting. I mean, Ooh, look how intense my movie is. Yeah, but that's that's it's dark. That's why Steven no Spielberg's talking. good, dude. Like he just pulls out all the stops to make a movie good. Like this literally is just him batting battering you over the head with filmmaking tricks to make it sick. Like he has a good score. He uh give it, it honestly kind of reminds me of uh Actually, how you yeah, write a joke a in this movie. That's a shitty criticism to have for a movie too is just me being like I wish it was less movie-ish. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I get what you're saying, and, like, he did <laughs> he did go crazy like, on the score in this movie, but I also can't think of a single reason why he shouldn't have. Like, it was a good score. Yeah. And the movie, like, the movie didn't suffer at all because he had a lot of, you know, s- a lot of sound, and he had a lot of silence and played with tension and stuff, but... Yeah, but I fucking hated it the whole time. That's fair. I thought this movie ruled, honestly. I've seen this movie before, and I thought it was lame, and I remember being captivated the first time. Same exact thing happened when I watched it the second time. Yeah, I liked the movie. I just I didn't like the quiet parts. Fair. That's fair. I thought to myself, don't give me room to think. Throw a shark at me right now. What are you doing? Yeah, every time it was quiet, I was just like, he's giving me time to remember it's not real. <laughs> I was pissed off. Dude. Really, I should be crying because there's a picture of a shark in front of me. <laughs> I watch movies for the adrenaline rush <laughs> and nothing else. Um, also, like, I don't think, you know how kids are, like, too into sharks sometimes? Yeah. I think that's, like, the earliest onset sign of you got a doctor kid. What, like being super into sharks? Yeah, like that's a kid that you got to take to the doctor. Alone. Oh, I see. I thought you meant that not, that's, it's not he's going to become a doctor. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think this kid might be a genius. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be one of those kids where you got to take him to the doctor until he's like 14, and then that's when they figure out what's wrong with him. Yeah. But it's still just years of them having no clue. Yeah, it's one of those kids. being super into sharks is really the only symptom. Yeah. Being into sharks and being kind of weird. Like, being into sharks is like polio. Like, that should just be cured by now. There's no reason for people to still be too into sharks. Well, I mean, it's like, why are you into sharks when you could be into dinosaurs, which are cooler in every way? Like, yeah, land sharks. I mean, being into sharks really is worrying. Yeah. Like, like, imagine if sharks had feet. Who wouldn't want that? That's fucking uh, lunatic. That was actually where I thought you were going with the uh, sh- uh, Jaws you can watch when you're 20. Uh, <laughs> was, yeah, now he's a lamb. <laughs> That's it's like you open your shower part. curtain and there's just a gigantic shark in there. Waiting. <laughs> they have a Jaws you can watch when you're 20, but it's just a video of a guy having sex with your girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Why would they? I don't know why they would call him Jaws. Maybe as a tattoo. They're calling her John. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. I don't want to watch that movie. That sounds scary. Uh, do you enjoy boats or do you just fake it? Because I'm not sure which one it is for me. Um, I mean, like, I see them as a mode of transportation. I'm not a guy who gets a kick out of just being on a boat. Yeah, because I feel like... Every time I've been on a boat, everyone looks at me like I'm supposed to be like, Wee! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like people expect a lot more of a reaction from me than they get when I'm on a boat. Well, but I mean, it's like, I feel like that would be the same as like getting stoked about, oh man, we get to go in the car? <laughs> like, it's no different than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But when I was a kid, like, we had friends that had a boat and then my every time my mom and i would be invited on my mom would like lose her shit she'd be like oh we get to drink on the boat that's how cool is that and i'd just be like yeah it's a i don't don't know we'll be on there for a while and then we'll get off yeah i mean well that's the thing it's like 
anything you can do on a boat, <coughs> you can do on land without the threat of drowning. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good point, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I think I, that's maybe the longest running lie of my life is just me pretending to have fun on boats. <laughs> <laughs> and not just wonder what you're doing the whole time? Yeah, because that's really what a boat is, is you just sit there and you go, why am I doing this? Yeah, because unless I'm on like a yacht, like a luxury liner, that I'm not going to just chill on the boat. Yeah. And even then, it's like, why am I, wh- I could just go to a nice building. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> why would I go on a cruise when I could just hang out in the lobby of a nice apartment? Yeah, literally. Yeah, let me just go to a hotel. Yeah. Let me go drink at a hotel. That's <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like boats are overrated. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm with you. When you're framing it like that to me, yeah. This movie Get them out of here. This movie taught our parents to not buy that. Um, you ever notice that there's like a point when cops stopped dressing cool? Yeah. Do you think they were dressing cool in this movie or no? I think they were. I agree. Because I think I believe it was all like tan button ups and aviator sunglasses. Yeah, that until like nine eleven happened, and then they were like, "All right, all black now. We're serious." All right, they're not taking us seriously out there. <laughs> 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 These fuckers take us for a joke. <laughs> I think they can just fly a plane into our big thing. Well, I liked uh, that he wasn't even dressed like a cop for most of the movie, but everyone just knew he was the only cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> what I think it should be, is, like, you know, everyone's a plainclothes police officer, but their reputation as police officers are so humongous that you yeah. like, you know who they are. What if You it, know them. Yeah, every police officer has, like... He asks for license and registration from you. You ask for that from him, and then his license and registration is just like all the times he's beaten up homeless guys. Yeah, it's just a gun with notches in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just shows you how many teardrop tattoos he has. That's what I. I think cops should have to brief you on their career history before they talk to you. Cops should be tattooed like Russian gangsters. I should be able to look at him and know exactly what he's done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, spent some time on traffic duty, eh? Yeah, I like. I think that we all we should just stop bullying. Uh, we should stop bullying nerds. Hmm. Sounds like something a fucking nerd would say. Well, here's w- why I believe that. Yeah, choose your words carefully. Let me explain. Choose to your you. next words extremely carefully. Brad. <laughs> Let me explain to you. Precisely how you just fell into my trap of the mind. Uh, But because I think that, like, in every movie, there's, like, a part where the guy who went to college is actually stupid and the guy who grew up blue-collar is actually the real smart guy. Mm -hmm. And I think they're doing that uh, just to throw a bone to, like, dumb guys, right? I mean, yeah, you are. What if we just accept that... uh, nobody's smart and everyone's dumb and then we could just all stop bullying nerds we should i mean well i think about that i what about uh uh before we do that though we uh kill a bunch of nerds just so the blue collar guys can feel good i mean yeah that i mean yeah because i mean like nerds have had it too good for too i didn't like that the cool blue collar hero in this movie uh got killed while while meanwhile the nerd was hiding underwater I mean that's that'll teach you not to be a pussy ass nerd. Maybe that's the lesson of this movie is don't be a nerd. I just can't believe that after th- I mean you're right, don't be a nerd. You can take <laughs> that away from most movies, especially <laughs> this one. Uh but that 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 was crazy to me like at the end of the movie uh and I also don't really have much to say after this. This movie ruled, go watch it. But after at the end of the movie, uh the main guy shoots the shark, explodes it, and then uh he's like just out of breath, you know? Yeah. in the wreckage of the boat and he sees this fucking nerd pop up <laughs> and then they he's just nice to him and they swim to shore and that's how the movie ends no fucking way i'd take him with me to shore dude <laughs> no way dude <laughs> yeah, that's true i would just be like why don't you fucking find why don't you take me to shore dude Pull absolutely your, pulling some weight around here. yeah uh engineer us a boat do something useful you you just breathed water while i shot a shark and exploded it you know what was insane that like they just mentioned it and then like there was no more mentions about it what probably was the most interesting part of the whole movie is they kept talking about at the time they did a a war against the sharks what 
Yeah, there was a couple parts in this movie where they were like referencing the Great Shark War of the past. And guess what year it happened in? What year? 1945. So they got done with Hitler, and then they were like, let's take out some sharks. I think this might just be a symptom of you not paying attention. <laughs> I'm, I swear to God that happened in the movie. <laughs> and I swear to God, <laughs> you started paying attention at the beginning, stopped in the middle, and came back in the end. <laughs> that is true, but this <laughs> whole part was in the end. Okay, you're right, and I think I know what part you're talking about, because I also have it written down. Um, so the captain was talking about... Uh, uh, a wreck he was in where he got attacked by sharks but it was during the war and it was in 1945 because and i quote the captain delivered the hiroshima bomb oh fuck he was delivering the bomb to i do remember the delivering the hiroshima hiroshima bomb and then uh i thought he was and saying... then god got mad at him for you know aiding in the manhattan project so he sent some uh mm. some holy sharks to go try and kill him because what i thought he was saying was that um I thought he was saying that he dropped off the bomb in Hiroshima, I guess. But that doesn't seem like where you'd launch it from. No, I feel like you'd take it somewhere else, not just like... uh, (laughs) Maybe that was like... like probably not one of those plants. That was a mess up. Like He was like, oh, yeah, no, I totally read that wrong. Sorry about that. (laughs) Oh, that's final destination. (laughs) But I I thought he delivered it, dropped it off, and then left. And then that's when the sharks... Uh, s- like surprise attacked, starting the great shark. The war. Japanese sharks. The great, w- <laughs> the great war of J- Japanese sharks versus American American guys. imperialism. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. In America, they call it the war of Jap, the great Japanese shark war. But in Japan, you know, they call it the war of American imperialism. So it makes you makes you wonder who's <laughs> correct. In Japan, they call it the war of shark succession. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I guess that maybe that says something about me that I believed that they would put that as a plot point <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> in a movie that's otherwise serious, you thought, yeah. like, oh, in, the, in the Jaws universe? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I In the thought. Jaws cinematic universe, there was <laughs> a great shark war? <laughs> yeah. It I mean, doesn't like, sound that unrealistic. How else would this guy come and like know so much about sharks? Yeah, because that was what I was wondering about this situation, like about that guy. It's like, why are you dealing with these sharks so much? You know? Yeah. What you, is it? What What are you clearly doing? a bad boat pilot? Yeah, that you're. You know, <laughs> you're just. I'm always... sure lots of guys who drive boats have never even seen a shark. <laughs> <laughs> you're just always driving into shark turf. Yeah, you almost seem like. You, are you mad at sharks? <laughs> yeah, it seems like you're looking for seems sharks. Seems like you're mad or you're jealous. Did a shark steal your girlfriend? Yeah, maybe you would say that, but I'm never victim blame personally. Um, anyway, that's a good place to end it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just deflecting a joke. Anyway, no, but they should teach you how to kill sharks in school. Yeah, teach me how to teach. They don't get you ready for the real world. Yeah, fuck taxes, dude. Well, still show me taxes, but also show me how to kill a shark. Yeah. And then go back to taxes and then sharks some more, so I stay interested. Teach me how to pay taxes to the sharks for when they win the Great Shark War of 1945. That is how they should structure school, just like in between math, teach you like basic survival tactics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, school should be mostly like doomsday scenarios. Yes, I would love to get a job as a teacher and then get fired <laughs> for teaching my kids how to survive in the post-war. <laughs> yeah, you're just like a, a like a grade four math teacher, but you spend the whole time teaching kids Japanese. It's School of Rock, but like I'm secretly showing everyone how to distill water in class, <laughs> <laughs> showing it run out to fortify a barn. Boom! Callback. All baby. right, and now we got a nice little bow to wrap it up with. Beautiful, another successful episode done by two successful boys on a successful podcast network which uh owns does it own our podcast um no but they do own disney oh yep they own the mouse Um, interesting yeah we work for the network that originally thought of mickey mouse yep they licensed it yeah so uh thanks to dan duvall and walt disney yeah Um, anyway and the jewish guy who thought of mickey mouse yeah and the jewish community thank you guys (laughs)